Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC Talent Show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This is the Wikipedia page for Clickbait. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I am Victor Vernado, KSN. And I am Rachel Teichman, LMSW. We finally have come to clickbait, which is something that so many people use in so many different ways. What are its humble beginnings and what are the limits? That's what we're going to find out today. I have definitely fallen victim to clickbait at least once a day. I happily fall victim to clickbait because especially when people write clickbait things that are so outrageous i really am just like what stupid thing are they gonna do now i'm yeah. always interested i'm interested but i'm always like most disappointed by youtube clickbait clickbait for the 2018 film see clickbait film for the 2021 miniseries see clickbait miniseries clickbait is a text or a thumbnail link that is designed to attract attention and to entice users to follow that link and read, view, or listen to the linked piece of online content, being typically deceptive, sensationalized, or otherwise misleading. A teaser aims to exploit the curiosity gap, providing just enough information to make readers of news websites curious but not enough to satisfy their curiosity without clicking through to the linked content. Clickbait headlines add an element of dishonesty <laughs> using enticements that do not accurately reflect the content being delivered. The bait part of the term makes an analogy with phishing, where a hook is disguised by an enticement bait, presenting the impression to the fish 
that it is a desirable thing to swallow. Before the internet, a marketing practice known as bait and switch used similar dishonest methods to hook customers. In extreme degree like bait and switch, clickbait is a form of fraud. Click fraud, however, is a separate form of online misrepresentation which uses a more extreme disconnect between what is being presented in the front side of the link versus what is on the click-through side of the link, also encompassing malicious code. The term clickbait does not encompass all cases where the user arrives at a destination that is not anticipated from the link that is clicked. I think that's important because like, if you get Rickrolled, that's not necessarily clickbait. That's true. Rickrolling is is a good time if you can get people just right. Definition. A defining characteristic of clickbait is misrepresentation in the enticement presented to the user to manipulate them to click onto a link. While there is no universally agreed upon definition of clickbait, Merriam-Webster defines the clickbait as Something designated to make readers want to click on a hyperlink, especially when the link leads to content of dubious value or interest. Dictionary.com states that clickbait is a sensationalized headline or piece of text on the Internet designed to entice people to follow a link to an article on another Web page. BuzzFeed editor Ben Smith states that his publication doesn't do clickbait, using a strict definition of clickbait as a headline that is dishonest about the content of the article. Smith notes that BuzzFeed headlines such as, A five-year-old girl raised enough money to take her father who has terminal cancer to Disney World, deliver exactly what the headline promises. The fact that the headline is written to be eye-catching is irrelevant in Smith's view since the headline accurately describes the article. I agree with that. What do you think? I disagree a little bit. I think that something can be clickbait, but then like deliver on what they're trying to deliver. I guess it's just, it, it depends on what you define clickbait as. Because if they're saying clickbait is deceptive, then in this case, it's not really deceptive. It's just sensational. Yeah. Yeah, especially like I like the dictionary.com definition that it's just a sensationalized headline to get people to follow the article and like click the link. I think BuzzFeed is all clickbait. All right. Facebook, while trying to reduce the amount of clickbait shown to users, defined the term as a headline that encourages users to click, but doesn't tell them what they will see. However, this definition excludes a lot of content that is generally regarded as clickbait. A more commonly used definition is a headline that intentionally overpromises and underdelivers. The article associated with such headlines often are unoriginal and either merely restate the headline or copies content from a more genuine news source. The term clickbait is sometimes used for any article that is unflattering to a person. In such cases, the article is not actually clickbait by any legitimate definition of the term. Background. From a historical perspective, the techniques employed by clickbait authors can be considered derivative of yellow journalism, which presented little or no legitimate well-researched news and instead used eye-catching headlines that included exaggerations of news events, scandal-mongering, or sensationalism. One cause of such sensational stories is the controversial practice called checkbook journalism, where news reporters pay sources for their information without verifying its truth. 
In the U.S., it is generally considered an unethical practice as it often turns celebrities and politicians into lucrative targets of unproven allegations. According to Washington Post writer Howard Kurtz, this thriving tabloid culture has erased the old definitions of news by including tawdry and sensational stories about celebrities for the sake of profit. Use. Clickbait is primarily used to drive page views on websites, whether for their own purposes or to increase online advertising revenue. It can also be used for phishing attacks for the purpose of spreading malicious files or stealing user information. The attack occurs once the user opens the link provided to learn more. Clickbait has also been used for political ends and has been blamed for the rise of post-truth politics. Catherine Viner, editor-in-chief at The Guardian, wrote that chasing down cheap clicks at the expense of accuracy and veracity undermine the value of journalism and truth. Emotional subjects with stark headlines are widely shared and click, which resulted in what Slate describes as an aggregation of outrage and a proliferation of websites across the political spectrum, including Breibart News, Huffington Post, Salon, Town Hall, and the Gawker Media Blogs, which profited by producing shareable short-form pieces offering simple moral judgments on political and cultural issues. Have you ever had a clickbait article written about you? I don't think so. I'll consider myself successful when there are clickbait articles written about me. All right. Click-through rates. CTRs on YouTube show that videos with hyperbolic or misleading title created for the purposes of being attention-grabbing displayed higher amounts of click-through rates than that of videos which did not. Clickbait tactics generally lead to higher click-through rates and to higher revenue and optimization of a content creator's overall engagement. There are various clickbait strategies, including the composition of headlines of news and online articles that build suspense and sensation, luring and teasing users to click. Some of the popular approaches in achieving these include the presentation of link and images that are interesting to the user, exploiting curiosity related to greed or purient interest. It is not uncommon, for instance, for these contents to include lewd image or a make-money-quick scheme. Include lewd image is as written, everybody. Not include lewd images, which it should have said. Clickbait is also used in abundance on streaming platforms that thrive with targeted ads and personalization. At the International Consumer Electronics Show, YouTube revealed that most of the videos watched and watch time generated did not come from Google searches, but from personalized advertisements and the recommendations page. Recommendations on YouTube are driven by a viewer's personal watch history and videos that get an abundance of clicks. With a streaming platform like YouTube, which has upwards of 30 million active users a day, the videos that are watched are very likely to be that with clickbait in either the title or thumbnail of the video, garnering attention and therefore clicks. Backlash. Backlash. By 2014, the ubiquity of clickbait on the web had begun to lead to a backlash against its use. Satirical newspaper The Onion launched a new website, Clickhole, that parodied clickbait websites such as Upworthy and BuzzFeed. And in August 2014, Facebook announced that it was taking technical measures to reduce the impact of clickbait on its social network. 
using, among other cues, the time spent by the user on visiting the linked page as a way of distinguishing clickbait from other types of content. Ad blockers and a general fall in advertising clicks also affected the clickbait model as websites moved toward sponsored advertising and native advertising where the content of the article was more important than the click rate. Web browsers have incorporated tools to detect and mitigate the clickbait problem while social media platforms such as Twitter have implemented algorithms to filter clickbait contents. Social media groups such as Stop Clickbait Combat clickbait by giving a short summary of the clickbait article, closing the curiosity gap. Clickbait reporting browser plugins have been also developed by the research community in order to report clickbait links for further advances in the field based on supervised learning algorithms. Security software providers offer advice on how to avoid harmful clickbait. Wow, I didn't know that people fought against clickbait. Also, I didn't know that ClickHole was started by The Onion. I did know that, but I didn't know it was in 2014. Well, there's a lot of stuff that we didn't know, apparently. Apparently. This has been the Wikipedia page for Clickbait. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media at Wikilisten, except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen. Don't forget to subscribe. If there's a Wikipedia page that you'd like us to read, please let us know. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.